Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20. It's just when you thought we were gone. We're back and we're back and we're back and we're back. We're back uploading every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Whoa! I hope you guys like the new edition of the Weekly Wisdoms that Connor, GT, and myself have been doing on Instagram. I think it's a great edition. I really do. I think having the intimate one-on-one kind of feel rather than the let's say more formal feel of all of us here. And it gives us the ability to kind of talk about something that we spontaneously feel during that week or something that is important to us right then and there. And I know I really enjoy doing it and uh, speaking from the heart. How about you two? How, how do you guys feel about your first weekly wisdom? Sucked. I would agree. GT, GT, I would agree with you as well. Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> really did suck. It, it, it was very cathartic. I, I enjoyed it. His You're was right. like it's... when you have this and then it goes, oh, and then you go. I, I, I enjoyed it, though, because it was. Uh... You're right. It was nice for one on one. It's nice for people to get to know us one on one. Never talked to us one on one before. Some of y'all. The weekly wisdoms are nice because it's very cathartic to talk about something that's very personal to yourself. And it's relaxing because it's kind of a form of therapy. So that's why I enjoy it. I, it was yeah. nice because it's very like spontaneous. It's not okay, playing this all out. Like, no, you get to see us how we truly feel in the moment. Mm-hmm. So, I and think it's, it's a one take. Very good one. It's a one yeah. take where I can edit. We can say shit, and I can edit and kind of try the best of my ability to cut and link all the different bits together. Whereas all three of us, it was one take, no editing or anything. That was just. Exactly. Exactly. I think that was really cool. So definitely something I think we're going to keep doing every single week, gentlemen, and uh, moving forward for sure. But for this topic, I wanted to do something a little different. You know, we just recorded something that may or may not be posted this upcoming week. It may be in a vault for now, but we kind of did the traditional formal topic recording. But for this one, I kind of wanted to shift gears and kind of have a little more of a personal episode. The title for this episode is going to be called What's Next? So the three of us kind of diving into our recent selves, our current selves, and our future selves of what's next for us, what are we trying to accomplish, and kind of give our viewers a better idea of who we are as people, maybe what our strengths and weaknesses are as people, rather than just these hosts who, I mean, seem to have it all together, giving advice to others, when half of the time we're talking to ourselves, at least I am. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. Definitely am. Learned a lot from the podcast from you guys. Any big bucket list stuff you have on the horizon coming up, gentlemen? Just screw it. Curveball. Yeah. A couple of things. <laughs> exactly. Tanner, you want to go first? No. <laughs> all right. Me neither. Good podcast. <laughs> I would say, all right, I'll go first Damn. again. Strike three. He's I have my audition for bass guitar coming up in a month. I just wrote my personal essay for that this past weekend. I wasn't too bad just summarizing why I want to get back into the field and stuff like that. So that's kind of cool. I have to update my resume and I have to come up with a, a repertoire list, which is just like Ooh. a list of every piece of music I've ever studied solo or in an ensemble. So that's going to be fucking Damn. awful to put together. <laughs> too fucking much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that so sounds god I, I just, God, I'm going to hate that. So I'm going to take as long as, no, I have to do it in the next week because I got to get my audition spot. Lockdown. So that that's a big bucket thing coming up. But other than that, got a few vacations coming up. I might be doing a music camp this summer, I found out today, actually. And I will be making, hopefully, a lot more money than I am at the daycare. And I will get to 
as great as the daycare is for for all of its strengths with all my experience working with kids it's it's got its weaknesses it's hard to work in a daycare for anybody who's listening who's ever worked in a daycare or worked in any kind of you know preschool to elementary school setting you know it can be hard and it can be restrictive with how you can teach stuff and what you can do but i mean you're going to run into that in any kind of childcare setting in general but it's definitely pre-k's can be very restrictive so i'm looking forward to doing something a little more free form a little more open-ended and more directly related with the field that I'm going to be in. So those are probably the two biggest bucket list things that are coming up. Besides, I might be going skydiving in the next month. That was supposed to happen. The weather was real shit, so we decided not to. But the weather's been getting nice. So we are probably going to go do it again. So that's nice. Damn. Some big, big bucket list items, dude. Big bucket list items. Off the rip. I start school in exactly 91 days. Birthday. Not like anyone's counting. On GT's birthday. No, I'm not counting at all. But there is so much stuff that I have to do between now and then. I have a lot to do. A lot to figure out. A lot of decisions to to figure out where am I living, the loans, all kinds of... It doesn't matter the details, but that's a big one. Really excited for that. Really excited for that. I've turned into a person who felt like they didn't deserve to be in a position. I'm never going to make it. And then I got closer and closer, and then I got in and was given a chance. So now my mindset has completely shifted to I'm going to capitalize on this opportunity and almost prove the other schools wrong that they should have accepted me. So I'm, like, very eager and excited. I've worked my butt off for this moment. And other news, let's see. I'm trying to put a rain on Cameron's finger here by the end of this calendar year, hopefully sooner than that. So that's been difficult to put money aside and keep everything hush hush and yeah so that's another one and then i'll leave it at those two those are those are the big ones but also not neglecting this podcast i am trying to get you gentlemen to this point that i'm at in terms of my thought process and where i can see this thing going and once all three of us are on this high level playing field that my mind is at with this we're going to take this thing to the next level. And I really do think that something something will happen with this podcast in the next year or two if we stay consistent. I feel like in due time, this will get the attention it deserves. Agree? I, I can get down with that. I would say for me, big bucket list. I would say same thing, saving up for a ring. So I want to do same as you. Still looking at for big time jobs. I'll have my first like big big job here pretty soon. Being optimistic and got a cruise coming up. So got a cruise with my family and my girlfriend. So we're gonna go to Bahamas and we're gonna go to Mexico. So oh, also a big trip. I get to see the boys and we get to go on this trip coming up. 74 so, days for that, by the way, but I'm not counting. I just looked at my calendar. That's wild. I'm just happy for all the things that are going on. And big bucket list items. Yeah, I would say that's really it. Growing with daily stuff. So, But I would say those are my like main big bucket list things right now. Ring and these trips that we're doing that. Because we've been trying to get a damn trip going with all of us for a while. I like hearing what you guys got going on so far, and we've all been pushing towards a lot of goals this year already. We're 
three, almost three and a half months into the year. I don't know about y'all. The year's not been slow, definitely. It's not been super fast. It's, I would say it's been slightly faster than like an average year for me. But so far this year for you guys, I... I'm curious what y'all's biggest struggle has been and maybe then what your biggest strength is and what you're proudest of so far in the year. Even if it's something that hasn't happened yet that you planned, it could still be a plan that you got. Money. Okay. Just working, work, 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 work. But you know, it is what it is. Most proud. That is one of the three. Oh, I'm going to do biggest strength. I'll say biggest strength is staying consistent within baseball stuff and growing as a coach and becoming an even better and better coach through that. And we're winning, we're doing well, but it's also I'm further improving these young gentlemen into young adults and good people and good citizens and doing good things. So I'll say that's a, that's a big accomplishment. Like, Probably big strength I'm proud of. Oh, also growing within my relationship with my significant other. So I would say those. And then what am I most disappointed about? I'll tell you what, dude. Being busy as hell, reading is tough. That's I've mine too, man. I've been trying to stay consistent with this. I've been very consistent with a lot of things. Reading, I'm trying to just... I've been bad about that too. Tough. When you're just, when you're so damn busy. I agree. I'll, I'll keep mine short and simple because I know Tanner wants to say something. Yeah, my biggest struggle has been reading. I, I was supposed to read 12 books this year. Still haven't finished one. Still have not finished one. And I'm just being brutally honest. And it's because I'm trying to engage with what I'm reading. I used to just skim through and not really like pick up a lot of stuff. And I'm I'm so engaged with these books, all these books that I have. And I have a lot of stuff that sounds really interesting, but I just... I also am really tired by the end of the day after working out, after working two jobs in a day, after cooking, after doing all my other normal stuff that I have to do, my bass playing, that I just want to turn my brain off. And I, I can't always do that with reading. So I just, I've been, I've been, I have some games that I like to get through and that's because that relaxes me. So I'll play video games instead. And I was just trying to focus on all the other stuff. So that's definitely been my biggest weakness to GT. I get that. Also, Unfortunately, my working out has not been great this year either. It hasn't been bad, but I've had so many random ass injuries that have put me out for like a couple of weeks and my foot has been acting up so much more this year than it has in previous years, probably because I'm more active than I have been ever, but maybe I'm not, I don't think I'm stretching enough and I don't think I'm taking the necessary precautions to keep myself ready to be physically fit, but that. I was so, I was, I worked out so much last year and I was really proud of that. That was what I was probably most proud of last year, but this year it's not a disappointment, but it's definitely not where I want it to be. So we'll get back on that train though. So not too bad. I'm proudest of my bass playing hundred percent. I try not to brag. I really don't, but I feel like I'm kind of killing it with how I sound right now. I feel really good about it. Talk to you, I've sure. never really, I've never really felt that good about it, to be honest with y'all, but I just feel good about it, regardless of what people say about it now, which is like a big step for me because I used to like wait until people would tell me I'm good. Now I'm just like, no, nah, I, I think I sound pretty good on this fucking thing. So that's a big step for confidence for me. And then that's also been my biggest strength is just gaining confidence in myself and growing in a lot of aspects of my life and 
feeling strong, my relationship as well. What about you, Tanner? Let's go with weakness first. My biggest weakness this year so far would probably be, I had it. Probably, probably with checking in with people. I feel like I've, I've had a lot of goals this year that were very dependent on me taking care of myself a lot more than what I've been used to. Because a lot of the goals I'm trying to achieve, such as proposing, such as getting to grad school and everything, were some of the biggest goals I've ever had to do so far. And so I just require a lot more of my time. So I think my weakness has been being there for my friends and family at times. Like I've kind of been a hermit. And like you, Connor, I go through a long day. And as we just had an episode about introversion versus extroversion, after a long day, I'd rather detox and be by myself than detox by going hang out with my family, even though they're probably at my parents' business and everything like that. But, you know, I'd rather be by myself, play video games, whatever. So not being there for people as much as I should and not checking in with people as often as I should, I feel like I can definitely be better at that. My biggest yeah. strength would definitely be my self-confidence in a way I carry myself. Not that I was, not that I was necessarily carrying myself in a wrong way or I wasn't confident in myself, but like a lot of things or qualities about myself, I didn't necessarily like. And now I've come to accept myself for who I am rather than trying to change myself and like force myself to be someone I'm naturally not. I've become a lot more confident in my strengths and weaknesses and who I am as a person as a whole and how, the way I carry myself, which I think is something that's really, really, really important uh, going through your 20s and as you're learning more about yourself rather than trying to constantly evolve. That's a never ending task. Sometimes you just need to sit down and say, this is this is who I am. I can improve in these areas, but I'm doing the best that I can. And sometimes things are the, the way that they are. What I'm proudest of, definitely my relationship with Cameron and uh, definitely the, the meaning I put behind my relationships with people and the people that I associate with, I think is what I'm proudest of is the circle that I have now and people that I do talk to or the people that I would do anything for whereas in years past, I think I cared about too many people, which makes me sound like a piece of shit, but it's like when you spread yourself so thin and, you know, th did a lot of those people have my back or would they have my back? No. So the circle that I have now, the people I have, the people I care about, they know I care about them and I've gotten a lot better about that. I'm proud of that. I think, I think it's important to make sure you're not spreading yourself too thin. Figuring out the real from the fake. Yeah. Figuring out the yeah. real from the fake. I, I don't know. It's a hard thing to grasp, but uh, I'm just really happy to have a great support system. I feel like a lot of people can't really say that. My question for you gentlemen, without rambling too much, I apologize is, you know, we kind of talk about strength, weakness, and something we're proud of. So in a similar manner, what is something you never achieved that you still wish you were able to do? And then a follow-up question after that is, what is something that you thought you would never achieve, but did? Connor's going to say being in a musical. JC's going to say being a professional baseball player. But uh, go ahead. Well, fuck. All right. The thing that I, I didn't think I was going to accomplish, but I did, <laughs> is I would say acceptance of what life threw at me and how being very accepting at the age of 24 and being a coach. I love being a coach. Don't get me wrong. I love it very much. Moving out with my significant nice. other. Nice, man. 
moving out. I didn't know if it was going to happen, but hell, we're doing it, baby. Yes, sir. That's awesome. So, that, that's a hell of a thing to be proud of, man. You guys are, I know it's tough, but y'all are killing it. But we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you got no choice. Yeah, no, hell, we signed a lease. That is a Absolutely. huge accomplishment to have your own home. I think for me, yeah, I could say that something that I never achieved, but I, I still wish I was able to do was being a musical. Definitely also being in a band, but I also, I have faith that that will change at some point, just probably in the next year or two, just because of who I'm going to get exposed to in the music industry now. I think mm -hmm. I'll be able to play with more people and probably start trying to do some stuff. So I'm not really too worried about that one, to be honest, even if it's something small and nothing really happens. I, I kind of have faith that that will pan out for me at some point and I'll be able to look back when I'm older and go, oh yeah, I played a few gigs and whatnot. And I was in a band for a little bit. So right now that's something I haven't achieved that I'd like to. Honestly, something that I thought that I would, I would never have, but I have now is, I mean, it's going to sound corny as hell, but a real loving equal relationship with somebody that actually genuinely cares about me. It's it's funny. I, I had a realization that I had this warped perception of, of love for a long time. And it was something that I, I searched for because of how certain members of my family and certain people in my life treated me, you know, they would like give me shit, for example, and they would say, oh, we're trying to help you. So that's why we're giving you shit. But really they were just insulting me and berating me and beating me down with who I was as a person. But I thought that was love. And so whenever I would get in relationships, I, I didn't like it when I never liked being idolized because I always thought I was a piece of shit. And I, that's been a hard thing to break because I can't view myself like that. That's nobody should view themselves like that. Even if you make mistakes, if you, I mean, if you just view yourself like that, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't think I ever made absolutely horrible decisions, but I definitely didn't make decisions that were accurate to who I was. But now I started to do that. And then I met somebody who just loves me for me. And I, I always thought that I was going to have to change so much and try so much harder and be somebody else for somebody. So having this has just been very eye-opening in the absolute best way possible. So I never thought it would happen. So it's pretty fucking amazing. It's funny that you guys both mentioned your relationship because uh, I, I hate to be the one who mentions it again, but I mean, no, I don't because it's my relationship. And then I'm, something I never thought that I would have is uh, I, th I think someone accepting me for who I am, Connor, like, like you said, is so, so, so important. Because at times I would find myself almost trying to mold myself to cater towards that person. Whereas now my relationship is like two individuals coming together and sharing their happiness together. She can be her own person and do her own thing. I can be my own person and do my own thing. And obviously there's compromises within that relationship about when we're together or things that bother me, things that bother her, whatever. But like, I'm, I'm myself. And I don't have to walk on eggshells. And it is so stressful to be in a relationship where you feel like everything you say and do could or could not upset that person. I'm in the same boat as you, Connor. It's, it's really cool to uh, finally find someone who appreciates me for me. And especially yeah. someone who didn't necessarily like themselves that much. Really cool. And then, so that's it something is. I never thought I would have. And then on top of that. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, go for it. The music production thing. 
Yep. That would be a good one. That would be a good one for sure. I would say just letting my thoughts overtake what my actions could have been in general. The the music thing, certain things in college, having opportunities to maybe try a different club or something that could have blossomed into something. Being scared what other people thought, for example, I switched majors to something I enjoyed, but the first, like, I guess my second year slash year and a half before I switched to exercise science, I wasn't happy with my college, but I was doing it because I told people this is what I wanted to do and I was trying to force myself into it. So I'm glad I made that change, but there was a split second there where I was going to try to suffer through it and be miserable. So yeah, definitely the music thing for sure. And it's just clear, all three of us, something that simply could have been that few, few different actions could have changed that for us. So it's unfortunate, but sometimes you just have to do it instead of being scared or timid. Are you guys (laughs) looking for the short term run slash sprint or are you more of a long-term run marathon guy? I would say. I mean, I have I have the long-term stuff in mind, but I'm actually more focused on the short-term right now because that's what I can control tangibly. And that's what's keeping me more focused, more consistent. And I'm not as hard on myself when I'm focused on the, long, on the short-term because when I'm focused on the long-term, it's such a big tangible goal in the future that I'm like, oh man, I got to do this, this, and this. Well, shit, that's like five years away though. I don't need to jump the boat right now. I just got to put in a step two steps, three steps every day. And I'm good. As long as I don't overestimate and take a step forward every day, I'm walking. So I'm focused more on the sprint right now, but the long-term stuff's always in my mind. Always. Okay. I am on the long-term stuff. And the reason why my mindset's different, Connor, because I was very much so on the, the sprint side for everything, but I came to realize like I was focusing on multiple sprint things that I wasn't giving any attention to the long-term stuff. So it was like the cycle of sprint, 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 achieve this, check, check, check. But then maybe I lost sight of what that long-term goal or thing was. I'm focusing on the big goal, but I've done a lot better job recently at breaking it down into more tangible things. I feel like I'm literally doing, I'm pretty much doing the same thing as you. I just might be framing it differently in my head, but I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because in the past I was doing stuff and it honestly had zero contributions. So I was just trying to make myself feel fulfilled. But now everything I do is more more meaning and more purpose and it's more calculated. So it's both simultaneously, if that makes sense, GT. What about you? No, I'm totally in agreement. I think mine is a lot of sprints within the marathon. But focusing on the making the sprints the best sprints they can to make it that much better of a marathon. So getting the smaller goals and smaller things and it's making sure to achieve those and make them as best as possible. So that way my long-term is just that much better. So definitely both. It feels like we're on the same page about that, but I bet that we all have differed with this question. I kind of want to close off on for you guys. We've all been looking at what our future is going to be like at every single point in our life. Think about this time, March 13th, 2022. Think about your outlook on your future at this time. What was it like back then? And how has it changed from then to this point? It's been a whole year. So how has it changed and what was it like? My perspective was I was going to keep playing baseball and I was going to be professional baseball player because I was thrown really well, feeling really well. 
and just felt amazing and just kind of scared about where life was going to take me and where I would be. Whereas now I'm not playing baseball anymore, but I'm now coaching and moved in with my significant other. I care way more about where I'm going to be in my future than I did last year. Oh, for sure. I don't even remember thinking about my future, like what, where I was going to be with myself in my thirties and things like that in March of last year. I was just, I was just miserable just trying to survive and, fucking dc just living my life one day at a time it's now i feel like i literally have a tangible path to a future and i'm at least taking steps towards that in literally every single aspect of my life it's it's crazy towards a family towards a career towards just a healthy individualistic perspective it's i i feel like i've done a complete 360 i i don't even know what the hell i was doing before all those years before felt like a waste, but it wasn't because I needed to get here. So it wasn't a waste, but I've done a complete 360 for sure. I like care about what I'm going to be doing in the future. Now, now I'm, I'm not just going to be coasting like, yeah, what, who cares? I care now. So it's nice. As your friend who is notorious for telling people how it is and being blunt, I completely agree with you. 20. 360 means I'm just still doing yeah, a circle. <laughs> you said 360 before. That's what I was saying. 40. I'm a, yeah, I 360, guys. I'm right back to where I started. Nice. Hardcore 360. You were definitely in a point where I could tell you were not necessarily happy where you were. And you felt trapped. And I'm really happy to see that you are doing things that you want to do for one. Picking up new hobbies. And just happy of where you are, and you have a goal of mine, and you're you're hungry again. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're 100 percent welcome, man. 100 percent welcome. For me, I would say a year ago, I had no idea what I was doing. Actually, Tanner was doubting himself to the point where he had, and was trying to plan options B and C in case the grad school stuff did not work out. I didn't even apply yet. I didn't even take summer classes yet. I didn't even know what's like. I had an idea of what schools I was going to go to, but I had no definitive plans because I never thought I would ever get to a point of getting accepted anywhere. So I was trying to figure out other options. I was very lost. I was very, I was driven, but I was also very scared. And that's not a way to try to work out a goal when you're still down yourself. Con well, not constantly, but there's still a part of you that's doubting you. You're never going to achieve that goal. And that's something that I've learned where, at least for me personally, if I want to achieve something, I have to be all in 100%. And even if there's a small part of me that is timid or scared, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Because in the long run, it's just going to affect my mental health. It's going to affect the way I go about trying to get towards that goal, this or that. Like, no, I'm all in or I'm not in at all. So I, I am much better off now than I thought I would be looking back. I've I've done a lot of great things within the last year. Started this podcast, got into grad school, and there's still a lot of details to be figured out, but I achieved a goal that I thought was not achievable. But really, I am proud of you. Seriously. Thank you. I appreciate it's a hell of an achievement. Any closing thoughts on this topic before we end it for today? It was nice to just hear y'all's mindset about the year so far and how everyone's changed, so... It's always it's always good to catch up like this, a little more low key. Awesome. Yeah. It's been 
been awesome. I hope you guys have liked this episode where you kind of get to hear about Connor GTs and myself and kind of our personal life rather than us just doing the usual topic and discussing and giving you guys advice or our personal experience about it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be you, be true, and just do. Follow the Instagram page, Let's Talk 20s Podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Until the next one. Goodbye. Good night, Joe. Peace.